as a realtor, do you know your hourly rate? Well, we're gonna figure that out today and explain why it's the most important number in your business. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. All right. Today on the show, we have our monthly series called Social Bootcamp with Gogo Bethke. Now, Gogo Bethke came to the United States in 2003 to build her American dream. She was broke. She had no real estate experience, no sphere of influence, barely spoke English, and only $6 to her name. So that left her with nothing other than Facebook to help build her business, which is where she started. She created Gogo's Real Estate and began her real estate career. Now, with the power of social media, Gogo has sold over, I don't need, this is an old number. It's got to be probably close to $200 million in real estate transactions, probably more. She shares the good, the bad, the ugly of real estate and her honest snippets into her daily life has earned her tens of thousands of social media followers in the real estate community. And she has earned the nickname, the queen of social media. After being asked to present at various conferences and events with realtors, she built her own social media bootcamp, which is the greatest bootcamp out there for realtors called GoGo's Bootcamp. Today, she has a team of over 800 agents nationwide. Her goal is to help as many agents as possible make a name for themselves in real estate utilizing social media. Now, if she can do it, this girl from Transylvania, Romania, with no formal US education, no sphere of influence, no money, no experience, and an accent, uh, anyone can do it as well. Please follow GoGo on Instagram at GoGo's Real Estate. So at GoGo's Real Estate, G-O-G-O-S, Real Estate. And also, please, please, please consider investing in her boot camp visit gogopodcast.com. It's the greatest uh, platform we, 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 it's the only platform we recommend for agents to learn how to get social media domination uh, for real estate stuff, real estate leads. Gogo, uh, we, we are old friends. I am so glad to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me again. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while though. I know we, we haven't seen each other in a bit and Gogo has exploded and we, we have to talk about this because I'm, I'm jealous of you. Uh, you have, um, I've spent the last 12 years recruiting real estate agents 
and I only have 800 real estate agents. Google has blown past me in about a three-year, two to three-year period um, doing the same thing. And, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because the way in which she attracts agents into her group is the exact same way you can attract uh, buyers and sellers into your sphere of influence. Yeah, everything I do, I like to do it with attraction, right? I don't cold call, even on the real estate side of things. I cannot beg people for their business. Instead, I do it in a way where they decide one day they want to work with me, right? So they call me or text me or email me or whatever avenue they choose, but they enter themselves into my life. So it's attraction on all sides. Yeah, well, let's talk about that. What is attraction and how do we participate in it? So, I mean, that's a great question. I don't think I ever stopped to truly like dissect what is attraction. But to me, what that means is like, we all have our energy. We all have our character, right? We all have like the things that we stand for and our ethics and stuff. And if you allow it to get it out to the world, right? So I use the avenue of social media to allow people to get to know me. But by sharing who I am with the world, this way I attract the people who are just like me. Because the ones that can't stand my accent are never going to call me to sell a house, Right. So by attracting, meaning now I'm so sad, pre-selecting unknowingly people that want to do business with me by allowing them to get to know me. When they get to know me, they trust me. And as soon as I earn their trust, they'll buy something from me, right? They'll buy my services. So being a realtor, we don't sell real estate. We sell ourselves and our services. And that's what I need to convince them over time. I need to convince them so they choose to work with me versus working with the rest of the 1.4 million realtors in this country. And same with agent attraction, right? Especially with the brokerage and I am with or yours, you want those agents to come and work with you. You don't want them to go two doors down to another brokerage and sign up, right? So it's attraction. I'm attracting the people that want to run business the way I want to run business who have the same principles and then they come to me. And you didn't start in a major metropolitan area. I mean, I know you've been on our show for years and years and most of our audience knows your, your, uh, your story, but um, I, I always like to go back to the beginning. You, this, you, you started your real estate practice in a relatively rural area, right? Yeah. So even when I, you know how in the U.S. you fill out official paperwork, at, there's no thing of like village. It's everything's a city. Right. Yeah. And I was so mad when I moved here initially because I Googled the definition of a city. Right. And I can't remember. It was a long, long time ago, but it was like a large population, maybe like 200,000 plus. Right. Don't quote me on it. I don't remember what the number was. I live in, <laughs> I live in a city, guys, that has the population of 9000. At the time when I moved here, we had one gas station and one grocery store, no restaurants. Still to the day, we don't have a single coffee shop. Besides the Starbucks that's inside of a grocery store. And that's like the only one in like a 15 mile radius, right? So it's, it's as I like to call it, it's the boonies. It's the boonies of Michigan. It's we live off of a dirt road. Everybody pretty much has an acre, right? That they live on. You kind of wave to your neighbor, right? So it's a, it's a totally different life of actually where I live compared to how I live. Yeah. And, and I and- live that like metropolitan city, travel, foodie, all of that stuff, right? Uh, trips and Olympic in Michigan. Yeah, I think that's really important too, because there probably aren't a lot of people who sound like you in your, in your, there's probably not a lot of Romanians in no, uh, central no. Michigan. No, no, the diversity rate here is less than 1%. <laughs> so, I mean, let's put it this way. If I don't open my mouth, you can't tell that I'm not from here, right? But as soon as I open my mouth, you can't. And yet here you are, despite not being your native, this being English, being your native language, and you have just completely dominated um, in this space. Um, 
and you did it all through social media. And I know our audience already, already knows that. Um, what should agents be doing now these days in social media? So I actually, well, it's kind of social media, right? Like everything I do is social media is all like, as they say, every road leads, leads to Rome, right? Like everything I do is, is, is powered with social media. But what I really wanted to talk about today is understanding your hourly rate even though it does apply to social media too, right? Like, should I be doing this? Should I be spending three hours DMing people or should I hire somebody to DM people, right? Um, So I wanted to talk about, because I I just had a presentation in Nashville. So I wanted to talk about calculating your hourly rate and knowing what's your worth and understanding, like, should I be doing this task anymore? Great. Hire it out. Because to slow this down just for a moment, we're talking about... uh, we're in real estate. This is a transactional business in nature. And now we're going to figure out what our hourly rate would be and where we should devote our time. Sounds good. Yep. And in, in a sense, it will all tie back to social media and everything else that you do. Can I share my screen? Yes. Um, would you disable it then? So right next to share screen, there should be a little arrow up. And hit that and allow everyone please. There you go. Awesome. There we go. Well, where did my, there we go. And share screen. Can you see my screen? We can. Awesome. Let's do this. This is the first time we actually do a presentation. We never done that before. It was always just kind of question based, but I figured since I have this, let's fly through it because this way I can share more information. I'm going to skip who I am, right? Um, So I'm all about systems. I like to break things down. I like to stop for a minute, take a 10,000 foot view of my life, right, of my business life, and then just kind of figure out how am I going to make millions and what is it going to take to get there and what systems I have to have in places and, you know, what people that have to be in my life. And then um, I'll break it down backwards, meaning I know my end goal, I know where I'm at, and I'm going to stop, take a 10,000 foot view, and I'm going to say, okay, what do I need to do today? to get one step closer? What do I need to get done in a week? What do I need to get done in a month? And then what do I need to get done in the year to get to that end result? Now, in order, I the, ma- the major word in there was, what do I have to get done, right? So because everything else, I want you to pay attention to that because at the end of the presentation, I want you to stop and think, what are the tasks that you can hire out so you're no longer doing it because it's not worth your time? But in order to figure out what's worth your time, we have to figure out what your time is worth, right? So let's get into that. It's very simple. It's just math. I love numbers because I don't have to translate it in my mind. (laughs) So when I look at numbers, I can look at it in English. I can look at it in Hungarian and Romanian. It's the same meaning, right? Um, So number is just math. Also, when it comes to math, guys, um, when you're trying to make a business decision, I want you to make a business decision based on your bottom line, not based on a feeling, right? So I don't do feelings in business. I don't do like, "Hmm, do I feel like doing that for the rest of my life? Maybe you do. Maybe you want to continue doing that for the rest of your life. But what if it's not worth it? right? So that's why you want to remove feelings and make it based on math, dollar, money. That's how we get paid, right? Um, DJ, if you have any questions at any time, just stop me. 
I don't want to monologue the whole time. No, 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 no. This is this is really great. And and what I want our audience to understand is Gogo is giving you her exact strategy that she uses and her her values or her thoughts, her philosophies about social media. And you can take bits and pieces of it and then you know really start to accelerate your your reach. Yeah. Because even though everything started for me with social media, right, if you want to build an empire, it requires systems and it requires people. You cannot do it alone, right? So even though all of this ties back and everything is gets fed into all of my businesses from social media, you still have to have the back end under control as well so you can scale it. And this is where we're going to start with your hourly rate to see who should be your first hire, right? So I'm going to talk about the uh, this story, the very expensive load of laundry. So I had a coach, a real estate coach in my fifth year of real estate and uh, I was paying a thousand dollars an hour and she was amazing and I was doing a load of laundry while I was talking to her and she says what are you doing and I'm like mm, I'm a woman like I can multitask right I can run a load of laundry and talk to you on the phone like how like that's not hard right but the truth is was I truly paying attention to her was I taking notes was I understanding what she was talking about and most importantly if I didn't take notes did I even know what to implement after the call no, I wasn't, right? So if you're paying for something or if you're doing something that's costing you a certain amount of money, a certain amount of money in that hour, you have to give it all your full attention. So you should not be running a load of laundry while you're on a coaching call, right? Because it's not your time best spent. Right. And then also there are certain things on your calendar that you do every single day that you are going to stop doing after this conversation that we are having here today. So one question though, do you feel like your income is in your control? So as an agent, do you feel like your commission income by the end of the year is in your control? If you said no, go ahead. Yeah, it's a, it's a good question because agents typically think of the, the first of the month as starting over. Yeah, right. You're employed. Because you got a new listing, you sold the listing, unemployed. You got a new buyer, employed. You got him a house, unemployed, right? Yeah. So it's that employed, unemployed roller coaster. But, it, but I remember when I never knew where my next one is going to come from, right? Like I was so excited I'm getting a commission on this one, but I never knew where the next one is going to come from, right? And right. this is what I'm talking about is controlling not only where it's going to come from, but what is going to come to you, right? Because if you don't have a plan... You could be getting a $40,000 weekend plan or a $2.4 million listing, right? You have no idea and everything in between. So I want you to understand that what you post on social media, it has a direct correlation to the commission that you are going to collect. So in this hmm. case, if you can see my screen and if you're listening, then let me tell you what you see on my screen. Let me ask you this question. If you posted on your social media a $200,000 home, right? What type of buyers do you think are going to look at that post? People who want to buy $200,000 homes. Exactly. So you're going to make approximately a $6,000 commission if you charge 3%, right? Yep. How about if you posted a $500,000 home? What kind of buyers are you going to find? Well, people who can afford $500,000 homes. You are collecting now a $15,000 commission. Is the work yeah. Or is it the same? It's exactly the same work. So now we are talking a $9,000 difference for doing exactly the same thing. Right. So your commission is exact. It's a 100% in your control. So keep that in mind. You're not, you're not posting to post. You are posting because you're searching for a certain style of buyer or first and for certain style of seller. Right. Keep that in mind. Okay. Now that you know that it's in your control, let's calculate your hourly rate. This is one of my favorite things to do. So let's assume that on the buy side, 
um, you have a $15,000 commission. I did the math with a 15,000 commission because where I was going, the price ranges in that state were a little higher than Michigan, right? But let's for the sake of the math, $15,000 commission on the buy side. How many hours do you feel like you spend with the buyer? And here's what I'm asking you. From the moment that you took that initial phone call to the chitty chat with them, right? To meet them at a property, to explain them how you work, have them sign a contract, show them some properties, go back, we'll get them under contract, write a contract, right? Get them under contract, then go back and do the inspection maybe go meet the appraisal, do a final walkthrough and go to the closing and negotiate in the middle and some phone calls, right? So I calculated the math with 12 hours work. So with every buyer, with driving here and there on your contracts and yada, yada, I calculated you're going to work in average about 12 hours with each buyer. If that's the case, your hourly rate on the buy side is 1,250 bucks. Now let's calculate it on the listing side. So on the listing side, let's assume same thing, $15,000 commission. <clears throat> but the truth is, on the listing side, you don't need to spend as much time with them, right? Because that whole shopping for houses, driving from here to there and drive to there and back to the inspection and final walkthrough, you don't have to do any of that on the listing side, right? So that right. cuts your hours working with that seller down to seven. My research shows in average you work about seven hours with the seller. So, and I want to yeah. pause for a moment. So we're talking about uh, buy side versus listing side and listing side being almost um, almost half as... Uh, uh, yeah. So listing side being half as almost half as much work. Yeah. And making twice the amount of money. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you're working seven hours instead of 12 and uh, making $2,143 per hour versus making $1,250. So same end commission, less hour worked, higher hourly rate. So in this case scenario, right, which side should you spend more time on? Where should you concentrate with your buyers or with your sellers? Yeah, it's pretty clear that sellers are, are where it is at. Um, and now, now that we know our hourly rate, um, sort of where do we go from here? Yeah. So now that you know your hourly rate, let's figure out where should you be spending your time? Should you be responding to emails? Should you be working on your calendar? How about DMs and posts and scheduling trips and scheduling events and podcasts and creating presentation and your offers and creating addendums and sending it over to a title company and back to the lender and answering phone calls and doing the negotiation and showing up for a listing appointment and going to, you know what I mean? Like walking your dog, running a load of laundry, like all of these things, right? Like all of your trackers and calls and affiliates and gifts and everything that you do, right? Closing gifts. Should you be buying your own closing gifts, Right. That's what we need to figure out. What's worth your time from now on? So let's work smarter, not harder. My goal is when, when agents say, when I ask them what their goal is and they say, I want to double my transactions. And I'm thinking to myself, why? Because you want to work twice as hard next year? Right. You don't want to double your transactions. You want to double your income. You want yes. to work less and make more money. And that's why it's working smarter, not harder, right? So one, one of the first hires you should have is a transaction coordinator. That was my very uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of transaction coordinators. And this is something that oftentimes real estate agents are just, it's just not in their particular skill set or wheelhouse. This is something you can off, offload to uh, somebody who maybe they're virtual, maybe they're in-person. Um, and for a pretty reasonable fee, they will take care of all of the paperwork for you. Yeah. And transaction coordinators usually don't get paid if, unless you get paid. 
Right. Right. So you could be working on the deal for four weeks. If the deal falls apart, you don't get paid. They don't get paid. So I love that because they have a reason to get you to the closing table. A transaction coordinator should charge you somewhere in the average of $300 to $500 per deal, right? So when you close, you collect your $15,000 commission. That's you pay them $350, right, to do the paperwork for you. But now stop for a second and think on a transaction. So let's say you're working with a seller, right? How many hours do you push paper from the moment that they decide to list with you, right? You write all of your contracts and the initials and the signatures and the yada, yada. Then, then they sign it. Now, now you're going to have to get the, the listing active. You're going to have to put it into the MLS and get it active. After it's active, you're going to have to do like order your photos and all of that stuff, right? Then you have to communicate back and forth and create the addendums while you negotiate, right? Have to make sure all parties have all of your addendums and everybody got a copy of everything. Then the closing docs come in. You have to review the closing docs and you have to go to the closing, right? So with the paperwork portion of your job, what do you think, DJ, is the average that agents work on paperwork on a file? How many hours? Yeah. I would say, gosh, uh, a lot of hours, a couple of uh, 10, 10, 12 hours. You think so? I calculated with two to three hours. Wow. Maybe, maybe I work faster than the rest of the people, right? Yeah. But I calculated because eventually if you do many transactions, you should know your contracts in and out. Like I can- Absolutely. I can write a purchase agreement and uh, present an offer in five minutes, right? I'm just like, I know where I need to go on the purchase agreement, price, EMD, da, 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 terms, da, 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 sign here, right? So I calculated three hours. Now, let's say you're on the listing side. You remember our hourly rate on the listing side was $2,143. So if we take that, so 2143 times three hours, let's say, it's $6,429. So that's what it's costing you to do your own paperwork. Wow. $6,429. If you hired it out, it would be anywhere from three dollars to $500. So if I said, I'll meet you in the middle. If I said, give me 400 bucks and I give you 6,400 back, would you do it? Yes. Right. But it only works if now you remove those three hours from your plate, give it to the TC. But in these three hours, you're going to lead generate or do whatever it takes you to get that new lead, right? To replace that next $15,000 commission. Because if you're going to be sipping mimosas poolside in those three hours, then the math doesn't work. Because at that point, the TC becomes an expense, right? So while somebody's working for you in those three hours that you just freed up for yourself, now you're going to take those three hours and turn it into lead generation activity so you can make, so you can get that next listing or that next buyer. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think we're really what we're talking about is determining that expanding somebody's awareness to be able to have people help you from all over the globe, uh, all over this this planet um, that are going to bid for your business that can do this, uh, you know, uh, at at the times that you need it to be done at a rate that is reasonable. Um, and getting it off your plate so that you can, of course, uh, can focus on business build, building activities. Yeah, we have our own TC company and our TCs are licensed in every state in the U.S. And, um, and they can work with, um, what is it called, attorney, attorney states and title states too. So you make sure whoever you are working with, they can do all that for you. But here's another thing though. This doesn't apply in every single state, but in some states, if you are allowed to charge a transaction fee, so in Michigan, we charge a 495 transaction fee to our sellers and our buyers. Out of that 495, I can also justify my TC. 
right? So I get full commission plus transaction fee from which I pay my own TC. So I no longer push paper. It's really, really, really brilliant. You said it so quickly and, and impressively that you know you can build the price of the t the transaction coordinator into the the commission yeah but even if you did it even if you can charge a transaction fee right in your state because mo not most but quite a few states don't allow a, a transaction fee or a broker fee as we call it in michigan so even if you can't charge it in my opinion if you promise to yourself and in those three hours you're going to get yourself another seller you're still making sixty four hundred dollars versus loot or um, you would be making 6,400, but you pay 400 of that to the TC, but you still are 6,000 positive, even after you pay the TC, even if you have to pay it out of your own commission. Yeah, I think this is really a great uh, example of business entrepreneurship and really thinking about it beyond the the immediate transaction, right? Trying to figure out where can I spend the most amount of my time uh, to get the, the, the highest ROI, return on investment. Um, this, you know, GoGo teaches this to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of agents all over the country, thousands actually. Um, and we really encourage everyone listening to go visit GoGo, gogosbootcamp.com, which is gogosbootcamp, G-O-G-O-S bootcamp.com and check out her, uh, her ecosystem is absolutely incredible. She's got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of agents who are, and she goes on there to actually let's, let's tell the audience about your bootcamp. Okay. Well, let's start with the original. Um, as we started talking, right. Everything that I do, I, it, it, it grounds on or grows from, I should say social media. And so the very first bootcamp was Google's bootcamp, social media course in there. I teach everything about branding, how I built my brand, how I lead generate with my brand, right? I teach it to other agents so they can do the same. I never bought a lead in my life. So my goal is to be able to teach agent how to fish for themselves, right? Not yeah. to get a fish from the Zillow's and the whatever third-party companies, but to actually learn to fish for yourself and put leads on the table for yourself. And then also my main goal is affiliate income. I, I don't even know. I have 30, 40 different affiliate incomes now. Most of my income, about 95% of my income is passive. So it's not just about generating yourself that next lead, but also generating yourself passive income. Because Warren Buffett says, if you can't figure out a way how to make money while you're asleep, you will never be wealthy. And I had to figure out because commission is active, right? Which means I have to actually turn time into money, which means no matter how good you are, at some point, you're going to hit a ceiling. Right? There's only one of you. There's only 24 hours. So the only way you could potentially sell more homes, right? Everybody has a ceiling. Mine was 52 deals in a year. And I was like, that's it. Not one more I can sell without losing my mind. So the only other way I could have made more money in that scenario, if I upped my price range or created more mini -mes. Right. So eventually you're going to have to grow. And in order, if you're not ready necessarily to grow that team, then you have to create your, your, yourself more time. And by hiring certain things off of your plate, now you can create your, yourself more time. There's a second half of this presentation. These are just TCs, which will remove the transaction coordination off of your plate, the paper pushing. But the next step is really to remove everything off of your plate that doesn't serve you, which would be virtual assistance so, or in-person assistance. So I have an exercise for that that's called the red light, green light exercise. I don't know how much time you assigned for this today, but maybe we can do that on the next call. It is your- Yeah, well, I'd love the red light, green light uh, idea. Um, 
Yeah. So what we're really talking about is running this like a business. And GoGo is a perfect example of somebody who went from personal production to now managing a huge, huge network of agents. And um, please, everybody who is listening to the show, go check out gogopodcast.com. Subscribe to her bootcamp, get into her ecosystem. She has an amazing coaching and mentoring program. Um, gogopodcast.com. On behalf of all of our listeners, we, we really appreciate Gogo. She is one of the top producers at uh, her company, EXP. We're so thrilled to have her on the show and uh, see her continue to just sell. Uh, gosh, I, you must have had a record year last year, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, you, oh, your question. You, I got voted top 125 most influential people on the globe alongside Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Will Smith, all of these people by Success Magazine this year. Congratulations, uh, GoGo, for the Success Magazine uh, accolade there. That is really, really amazing. We're honored. Congratulations. That's the only reason I exist, right? Because I put myself out there and I wouldn't shut up. And now they know I exist. And, and you do exist. And so everyone listening, please check out GoGo, learn about, learn from her, gogopodcast.com. Um, on behalf of GoGo and myself, we say thank you. We appreciate you listening to our show. Please tell a friend, think of one other real estate agent that could benefit from hearing this great conversation we had about expanding your business and hiring a virtual assistant transaction coordinator. And also reach, uh, send them a link to this episode. So you can send them right over to keepingitrealpod.com. Um, all of our episodes can be streamed right there, or they can, uh, any podcast app that they are using, they can search for keeping it real and hit the subscribe button. So thank you, GoGo. Once again, you've been with us for years and we are so thrilled to have you once again. Um, and to everyone else who is listening, we, uh, on behalf of GoGo and myself, we say thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Next time I walk you through the red light, green light exercise to learn what to remove from your plate and who to hire, an in-person assistant or a virtual assistant first. So you can remove more stuff off your plate, create yourself even more time to make more money. Great teaser for next time. All right. Thank you, Gogo. And we'll see everybody on the next episode. Thank you, guys. Oh, 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 oh,